Welcome to Rich Conversations. This is another segment of Rich Answers, a new segment on the show where we uh, answer questions from former guests that have come on. And today we have questions from Bryce Gunning, who's a marine biologist. He works out in the Sea of Cortez. He drinks mango margaritas and he's always on the beach having a good time. He was on episode 185 and we talked about saving the oceans, ocean conservation, animal facts, and how dolphins might be the biggest jerks in the animal kingdom. Uh, but right now we are in uh, Chicago and we're downtown in Millennium Park. Uh, it's a beautiful day, early March. And you know, when it hits the 60s in March in Chicago, it is so magical. Uh, the energy is so electric. And here in Millennium Park, there are people from all over the world so it's it's cool to talk about our podcast and answer questions from people around the world surrounded by people from around the world now let's get into it bryce has some excellent questions i'm kudos for you this is this is this is fantastic all right so he says what are one or two quotes from guests that have changed your opinions or stances on uh, a subject or your um, your opinions shifted on a subject I would say like there's not necessarily direct quotes that have have in particular changed my my mind on things I would say to start off with I don't really try to have opinions on things I think that's kind of a, a trap that people fall into is like they feel like they have to have an opinion on everything you know how stressful life is going to be if you feel like you have have to have an opinion on everything I approach the world just as much as I can completely open uh, with a beginner's mind empty mind and a beginner's mind so when I talk to people on the podcast I just ask them questions and I just listen. I listen and with that, it, it expands my perspective. It's so exciting because I'll start a conversation. Before I start, you know, I'm oftentimes drinking coffee during it and I'm pouring it. I'm thinking I have a perspective on the world right now. And within like an hour and a half, it's going to expand. And that's exciting. But... If we're talking like direct quotes, one that stands out to me because it's, it's a little bit of recency bias. Uh, you can learn more about statistical biases by listening to Vlad Yashin, who's a data scientist from Hamburg, Germany. He's been on the show uh, two times. Episode 203 with the Mansours. This is one of my favorite episodes because it's three siblings that are all scientists and they're in materials and, and mineral engineering, gemology, physics. And we really talked about some uh, scientific realities and possibilities of the 21st century. And this is something that really excited me. They said, the world's first trillionaire will come from materials. And lately, talking to engineers and scientists um, have inspired me to go out and learn more about physics on my own. So I've been learning about quantum theory and how 
everything around us is made up of atoms. So everything are just building blocks. And it's really about how things are assembled that make things what they are. And materials, this episode I, I went in and I probably didn't know, of all the episodes, I, I knew very little about the actual subject we were about to talk about. And it was so fascinating. So the world's first trillionaire come from materials. And the buildings you see behind me um, are kind of like late 19th century. And the ones, if you're, you can't really have this view, but around me, you know, you have more glass buildings. And I, so I asked about that and it's like, the skyscrapers and the skylines of the future, is it possible that they look completely different? And they said, yes. 50 years from now, we may be using materials that have not been invented yet. And here's what's crazy. With the ability, with the information revolution, quantum computing allows us, enables us to, (laughs) to take elements of the periodic table and put them in like algorithms and model the result. Whereas before you would, you know, have to physically, you know, test this stuff through the scientific process, but now you can model it. So it saves, it cuts back so much on time, energy, and resources. And the materials of the future could be invented by say a 15 year old with a laptop with the right software. And to me, that is so incredible and exciting. So I would say that would be one of the quotes. And just overall, in general, what we were talking about before is that reaching out to people in different countries all over the world. We've talked to people on every continent now except Australia. And having conversations, like real conversations with people about life and their interests. And you see how similar we are and how interconnected we are. And it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, so as far as quotes go, the world's first trillionaire will come from materials. That's a, that's a good one. What is the main man's morning routine? How does he start off so positive in the morning? This is a question I've, I've been getting increasingly lately and uh, my morning routine is my favorite part of the day. And I sometimes will go to bed early in anticipation I, to, to start the routine even earlier, to have even more time to do it. And so what happens, I don't set alarm clocks. And my body just wakes me up and then I just get up when it wakes me up. And first thing I do, go into the kitchen, and uh, I start boiling water in a, uh, like a tea, tea kettle. And I grind whole beans uh, from Colombia, light roast. And um, then I have a French press. So I put it in there. And then while I let it steep, I, I meditate. So I have these, I follow these uh, Sam Harris 50-day guided meditations. So I basically go from like day 16 to 50 and then start back at 16. Those are kind of the evergreen ones. So after that, then you have the first, you know, you press down 
on the French press and and you pour it and just that, that first sip. The first sip is awesome. So then we get into philosophy. So I read from the Daily Stoic every morning. And so it's just one page and uh, I read it, I think about it, and then I uh, proceed forward. Now, this is where things start to, uh, I tinker quite a bit with the morning routine. And, and this morning routine has evolved a lot um, starting in like late 2018 to now and in COVID especially I really committed to developing a morning routine and uh, doing it every day you just get better at it and it improves and you the rest of my day could be like wherever it could be like downtown here where we are right now it could be on the other side of town or whatever but the morning routine really grounds me and it's consistent and I can really track my own individual progress. But what happens next? Something I've added recently is that I go to the Art Institute of Chicago, which is actually just right there. And uh, almost every week, sometimes twice a week. And I've been going there so much that, you know, people will come along with me, like friends or uh, sometimes family, and I'll just give them a tour. I was like, I, I, should, I should know, I should learn even more about the, the history and the art pieces that are here. So I bought the, uh, the essentials guide from the Art Institute. And so I open up randomly to, uh, to two pages and I just read about two individual art pieces. You know, it could be, everything is art, you know, so it could be... Um, something with architecture it could be like something with graphic design it could be paintings um, sculpture all of that so I, I've incorporated that and then what I do is I, I journal and my journal notebook looks similar to this it's navy blue it's a moleskin XL uh, so it's like seven and a half by nine I want to say inches and I usually journal about one page or two pages. So now I'm on my, my fifth. So eventually in my life, in my lifetime, I'll just, I'll have like a library shelf full of these, these uh, navy blue notebooks. So we're on, we're on notebook five. And um, something I, I, I expanded with the morning routine uh, last year in May, I went to Miami. And my favorite part was doing my morning routine out in like the, uh, the courtyard. And you have these palm trees. <laughs> it's like 80 degrees. Oh, man, that was so cool. So I'm, I uh, do my morning routine out there. And I just loved how on vacation, working vacation, I could just let my mind wander whereas like before this I would just start uh exercising so that's that's kind of the next step but after this Miami trip I'm like that was so enjoyable I want to do that every single day so when I'm journaling my mind I let my mind just kind of go everywhere and it's highly enjoyable and um during this time too I I'm not on my computer 
I might check Instagram. So this is like the first time, once I bring out the journal, it's, it's like the first time of the day where I, I go on my phone. And it's either to talk to uh, my business partner in India or other guests, you know, because I'm reaching out to people. They might be in, in Germany or, or, you know, like Europe or Africa or Asia and uh, South America. So that there's all these time zone uh, differences. So I, I check in to see, you know, like with scheduling, a lot, a lot of, a lot of scheduling. Um, and, uh, that's about it. I, I don't, I don't check my phone for really anything else. Uh, so we let the mind wander and, uh, sometimes it depends on my agenda if, if there are certain things I need to get done, like really need to get done, then I'll knock them out. But then my mind will kind of be like buzzing a little bit, like from the coffee and not eating. So then that's when I usually hit kind of a wall and then that's when I exercise. So my, I live in a high rise and there's a, a fitness center at, at the basement. So I just go there and I um, just work out. I have, I have routines that I do. And then um, I come upstairs. So I walk up the stairs. So I live on the ninth floor. There are 15 floors, but actually 14 because there's no 13th floor. I learned that after like three months of like running stairs. So I'll go and then uh, I'll prepare my oatmeal. So every single day I have the same breakfast. And this is the same breakfast for like the last 10 years. It's oatmeal with blueberries, eggs, and uh, sometimes oranges. So I set the timer for 12 minutes. So I have it slow cooked. So it's like whole milk uh, and oats and cinnamon. So I, I put that uh, like kind of on, on low and then I, I like walk or run stairs for 12 minutes. Then I come back and it's ready. And then I put a record on. <laughs> so this is, this is getting into like hour three or four into the routine it's about four this is like hour four and I, I put a vinyl record on that kind of sets the tone for the day lately it's been like prince's 1999 but um sometimes it's a little bit lighter or sometimes more instrumental um and then 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 i sit down at the table and uh, the table, it overlooks kind of the city a little bit. Um, and then I'll bring my computer out for the first time of the day. And what I enjoy doing is reading the box scores for the NBA games the night before. Just like a kid, as, like, as a kid, I would read the newspaper in, in the morning and look at all the stats. Um, so I do that. And then by that time, I'm kind of tired. So I, I take a nap. <laughs> and then I, I take a nap, I shower, take a nap, and then I like start the day over again. But to me, having the morning routine down and dedicating, committing myself to this, this time to spend on myself, right? Like there's nothing better that I could spend my, my time on. Um, and some people might say, like, oh, I don't have time for it. It's what you make of your time, you know? So, so say this is, like, four hours. Like, say four to five hours 
in the morning. But, you know, then I kind of work and do other stuff until I go to bed. And I don't, I don't watch TV shows or movies. To me, it's like, if you're pursuing your dreams, one, like this routine helps ground me and allows me to reflect on where I am and to be objective about what's happening, what I'm feeling. How do I correct this? How do I get better? If you're going through life and you're not actually taking the time to think about your life and where it's going and what you need to do, what uh, course of action you need to take, then you're, you're just going to be on a treadmill. So this is something I don't do when I work out is never on a treadmill because I think it correlates to life and that you don't want to exert energy and go nowhere, right? So each day is an opportunity to get better and better and get closer and closer to dreams that you have. And I'm uh, grateful and excited to be living the dreams that I imagined when I was a teenager and, you know, in my early 20s. Like, I'm, this is it. This is, this is life. So the morning routine, um, since late 2018, it's always been tweaking and I'll have to tweak it again coming up uh, for some, some, some things I want to incorporate. So uh, it's a grand part of the day. It's an epic routine and uh, I look forward to it every day. Sorry, that was kind of long. Okay, the third question that Bryce has. What episode do you think deserves more hype? Every, every single one, truly. Um, but one that comes to mind, I would say, is episode 189 with Robin Nua. Uh, hearing his story and his journey from Nepal to Dubai is so inspiring. Like, at the age of 10, he started going to the dump in Nepal and look for electronic parts. And he was so curious about how things worked. He wanted to know how they worked. So he, eventually, he built himself a TSLR camera, uh, an MP3 player, a computer, and then he would use that computer, he would figure out how to like cyber hack and get software, and uh, which led him, and these skills led him to landing a job in Dubai, and it's like, it's cool to talk to people that have a similar mindset as you, where there is no limit to what you can do as a human, and and a pivotal part of life should be trying to realize your human potential so that one, you can like live the life you wanna live, but also help your community. Like if, if it's much harder to help your community if you're not uh, performing at your highest level, you know what I mean? Like. The better you become as a person and uh, talented and skills, the more you can give. And I think that's what's um, important about life is being able, having the ability to give, you know, 
that's kind of what frustrates me most right now. It's like, I just want to give more. I want to give more and more and more. I want to be as generous as possible. And um, the only way to do that, I think, is going back to this morning routine. Every day when you get up, uh, start working on yourself. You know, get better, improve. And um, Robin, episode 189, is, it's, it's fantastic. I just love hearing him talk and, and how he wants to get back and uh, how motivated and inspired he is. Um, of course, Bryce's episode, 185. That was a lot of fun. Bryce, oh man, Bryce. Bryce is a cool guy. I like, I like Bryce. Um, another one I would say, episode 165, Alex Pate on uh, urban farming in Chicago. This was a, a really unique episode. I, I shot this. I wanted it to be like a, like a PBS kind of special or episode. Um, and this is kind of where I want the, the podcast to, to lead into is like, like Alex works on an urban farm, a farm in the city. So it's called City Farm Chicago. And, you know, just this, this empty plot of land surrounded by, <laughs> by, you know, I wouldn't say skyscrapers, but I mean, really large buildings and just growing produce, <laughs> learning about agriculture. It's, uh, and so he, he showed me around and, and he was showing me, you know, here's this and here's the garlic and here's uh, tomatoes and, oh, this is a community garden over here. So people can just come and, uh, you know, grow their own produce and food. And uh, I think it's cool. The more people that get involved, especially in the city, I think that's really cool. Um, I grew up on a farm, so I'm aware of farming and agriculture, but to involve and get more people to participate in that process uh, of growing food is is cool. So, I, and I'm really proud of uh, you know how we shot it, and uh, you know I had to learn a lot for that episode, and I had to like bump up uh, my approach and, and devices that we're using and things like that. So, uh, that's a, a special one, I would say. Question four, what's a topic you haven't yet touched or too scared to? Um, I'm really not, I'm not scared to talk about any subject um, or topic. To me, more so, I feel like I've talked a lot or a lot of things are implied on certain things. I might not... might not say things directly but things are implied in kind of the the way we approach life and uh growing our expanding our perspective to me actually the subjects i won't do are not subjects it's really the type of content so i don't want to create like clickbaity and like news oriented stuff where it becomes outdated within a day or a week. Um, I wanna create content that you can be watching a week from now and also 75 years from now. And to me, that's, that's what I wanna focus on because if I'm gonna be dedicating time and putting effort into things, 
I don't want it to be outdated or useless in a week. And um, so it's more so the type of content uh, that I stay away from or, or, or uh, pursue, you know. Question number five. What advice would you give anyone under 15 on their dreams? Um, I'll say if there's anybody under 15 watching this, you've probably felt something inside you uh, that you know, would be your dream, right? You have dreams inside you that you want to realize in your life and you think you can do it. I would say you're most likely right. You probably can't do it. You can do it. The issue becomes not listening to other people. They may mean well or you know they feel they're looking out for you but ultimately you are your own person there's no one like you there's no copy of you you are a unique individual in the world and you have a unique personality skill set and perspective and the important thing is to give that to the world. And one of the hardest things to do around that age of 15 is to develop the confidence in yourself to go do it, to pursue it, right? Uh, right now, I'm sitting in Chicago. When I was 15, I dreamed of living in a big city because I, I knew I wanted to do certain things and I wanted to live a certain way. And um, I wanted to do like radio, TV and like media type of stuff. That was always fun to me. And this is what we're doing, right? Look at behind me. When I was 18, I moved to Chicago and now I, I've lived in Chicago since and I love it. And it's like practicing being fearless and practicing being yourself. The most important thing to do is be yourself. And by the way to do that is to not compare yourself to other people. Because again, you're, you're a unique person and you have um, a personality and perspective that's different from everybody else. So while someone may mean well for you they're projecting their own opinions and thoughts onto you right so that person has uh, a different personality a different view of the world but it's not yours so how is that going to help you like this is your if you're doing your dream you have the skills and the capabilities to do it but they might not. So they might be projecting like, oh, they want to do that. 
but they're projecting their own skills and personalities onto it. Um, I would say one of the best things, probably the best thing that my parents and teachers did when I was growing up is not tell me no. So what I mean by that is I would have like crazy ideas. Like instead of doing a book report, I want to write a movie script, make a movie and do that. And they, and I took it to my teacher, the idea, and they're okay. You know, or like, uh, you know, we have to give a presentation on science or inventors or something. So I just started talking about Thomas Edison and, uh, I went to the Dearborn Museum, so I got like a VHS. I recorded that and um, gave like a 45 minute presentation. We're supposed to give five minutes. I went on for like 45 minutes talking about Tom Edison. My, my teachers didn't stop me. Like I would wear suits to school. This is a, a, like a, uh, a high school in, in rural Wisconsin. Uh, and I would just wear suits to school. I'd bring a briefcase instead of a uh, backpack. Um, there, there are like a list of things. I would drive my tractor to school sometimes. And uh, I just believed in myself. And I'm just like, if you're confident in yourself, you can do like almost anything. And that same approach with life, if you're confident, that's, that's, like, <laughs> that's like the most part of life. And um, I think at age 15, practice just do stuff pursue your curiosity that's that's probably the most important thing pursue your curiosity and just do it and through it you're going to develop skills you're going to develop um interests and passions do that and i would also recommend getting good grades now grades themselves don't mean too much but what they will do is provide you more opportunities and the higher grades you have the more you can kind of rebel a bit and pursue kind of what you want right so if you have like i graduated with a three three nine three i think in high school but having high grades and just like doing um contrarian things people will be less likely to stop you or to say like, uh, you know, they'll use the grades thing as an indicator of whether you're messing around or not, right? If you get good grades, you can kind of mess around all you want. So, and you can, you can again, be fearless and, and push boundaries. That's what I kind of mean with this is like, if you're doing all the right things, you can push boundaries more and by pushing boundaries and seeing the results most likely most of the time you'll be successful and it's it's getting used to taking risks being fearless and um, letting yourself shine you know being yourself and developing your potential and always be striving for that so those are the questions that Bryce gave me. Uh, not necessarily direct answers, but kind of 
We got, we got some answers. So those are our rich answers for the week. Thank you, Bryce. <laughs>